Nick, you got the you got us coming out your speakers. You got like a um like a video game headphone headset. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, because I can sh- yeah I can straight hear us. Yeah, I mean this ain't a uh, Skype business. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, I'm gonna need you to step up your audio game. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Just wrap a mic in pork. You know what I mean? Just lace it in bacon, and we'll be good to go. Like twirl some tofu around that joint, and then get like bacon residue and rub it on the tofu. I bet you glue yourself to that mic then. That's actually not a bad idea. It might cut down on the echo. Exactly. Welcome to Defcon Jive. This your boy Cannon, aka Stank Castle. What's up, y'all? This is your boy Quams, aka Black Jesus, spelled phonetically. <laughs> What's up, man? This is your boy Jason, aka Young Spread. Let's go. What's this? Your boy Boom, aka Young Panko, Stay Fried, BKA the Don Young Fondant. Got the cake covered. That was a good one, Nick. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Stank Castle, man. Stank Castle. Punishing them trees, man, even though I don't smoke. You know what I mean? Good job. I appreciate that. No doubt. That was was good, too. Thank you. Thank you. So, here for another week. We missed last week. Sorry for all of our five listeners. Um, We we appreciate y'all listening, though. Yeah. Shout out to Kim. Yeah. (laughs) We'll tidy it up. Kudos. Put out a better product. Dress it up and make it real So this week, this week, what we want to touch on first off is how's everybody's NCAA bracket doing? Because mine is in flames. Yeah, what bracket? <laughs> I burned mine on day Who one. Did you, well, let, let's go. Let's go around and um, before you know the the state of the brackets. I mean, is is your national champion out? Um, my national champion is. Still in there, I picked North Carolina to go up against Kansas for the final. Uh, pretty much okay. every other team I picked is out, though. Okay. I uh, I had two brackets, one on a work joint, one for a pay joint. And the pay joint, I had Michigan State. So I'm, I'm donezo. You know what I mean? I just donated some money. You know? Kudos to you for your charity, uh, your charitable giving, though. You caught that <laughs> flint bullet, dog. Oh, yeah, he did. That flint. Oh, he caught that man. flint lead pipe. It must have been oh. something in the water, man. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh I'll send some Dasani over there. Uh but uh you know what I'm saying? I had a couple joints too, you know what I'm saying? I had Kansas in one, I had UNC in the other. Um I actually didn't I had Michigan State, I think, going to the final four in one, but not actually winning, so it didn't hurt me as bad as some other people. Um Yeah. But um yeah, I'm I'm looking at this last bracket I got. I got Kansas, Texas A and M, UNC and UVA going to the final four, so you know what I'm I still got I still got some hope. You know what I mean? But your Big Ten some trash though. That's true. I mean, I'm not gonna front on that. I don't even know what conference you belong to though. You know what I'm saying? So Meak hope. Meak till I die, nigga. Oh man. Shout out, can't rip a- shout out to Hampton getting blown out by Virginia in the first round. I mean Shout out to all the Philly loser. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Villanova still in this bitch. 
Yeah, they're going out soon. Cause. I don't think Villanova I actually I had all them joints. I mean, they're like five minutes outside the city, but, you know, what yeah, you going to yeah, do? You, you claim them, but they're like, eh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we made it. I mean, they made it further than Green Bay, so. that's oh. This is true. This is true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But their whole team wears Ferber, though. <laughs> and one sock. <laughs> the other one with the flip-flop, though. And Cuckoo, and the Cow. and Cuckoo Cow's their head coach. True, 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 true. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? My brackets, like, I, my whole strategy is to try and, like, pick ridiculous upsets in the beginning and then have them go out more, Let you know what I'm saying, more understandably in the round of 32. So um, mm. I had Yale winning in one. I had – I actually had uh, – uh, who is it? What's the other team? The fourteen. Stephen F. Austin. Little yeah, Rock. I had Stephen Little Rock. Little Rock. I actually had Little Rock beating. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? The team that they beat, though. So you know what I'm saying? I was actually in like the 98 percentile of brackets for a while there until Michigan State just rolled over and was like, you know, have at it. You know what I mean? So, Scrap, who did you have? Yeah. Uh, my bracket basically mirrored Kwame's. Um, I you had Yale win it. No, and I'm talking about the champion. Um, yeah, I had he actually had GW one, and uh, uh, North Carolina in the other one, um, and like everyone else, I had Michigan State in the Final Four also. But I'm still good. I mean, did I don't I didn't see the end of the Oklahoma game. Did they win? Because I had also had Oklahoma in the Final yeah they four, won. So okay, so shout out to yeah, Syracuse. I mean, Syracuse won. Shout out to the to the Big ACC. East. I don't know Big what they are. Eleven and one. ACC's crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they took all the Big East teams. That's why. That, that is true, though. I thought, and then uh, also today, Stephen F. Austin, they they failed at, there at the end. They uh, almost made it through. That would have been dope. Would, uh, reminiscent of the um, Butler, you know, what I'm saying um, run that they made. How long ago was that Butler run? Man, was Butler was years? like that was yeah, it was about six, seven years six, ago. Seven years ago, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. hey, but know what I know what I saw that was interesting. Uh, uh, them boys from uh, was it Wichita State though? Like yeah. uh, your boy Van Bleak, you know what I'm saying? They went to the tourney his whole four years there. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been balling yeah. like March Madness. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had uh, they had your boy uh, Clee Anthony on, uh, yes. on the squad. Clee Anthony you know? early. early. They, I mean, they were made. What was that last year? They were like thirty and zero or something like that. That's, and they that was like two years Kentucky ago. Or something like two that. years ago. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the boy Ron Ron Baker and um, they, they they had a nice squad. Where is Steve F. Austin and is Stone Cold the head coach? It's in Texas. Yeah, it's in Texas. And so Stone Cold Steve Austin is the head coach. Exactly. Apparently, uh, uh, Stephen F. Austin is was uh, the father of Texas or something like that. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for educating so, me. I don't so know he, anything. So he about was mad racist, basically. Okay, that's what that all right, means. perfect. I don't know anything but, about college, but a, trip, so thank you for educating me. In a related, jo- in a related joint, you know what I'm saying? They added, you know what I'm saying? After they won that joint, they were like uh, on Twitter, they were like, "Hell yeah!" At you know what I'm saying? Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he, they invited him to come to the next joint, and he was like, "Unfortunately, can't do it." But you know what I'm saying? Do it for the dumb. Nice. That'd have nice. been awesome. Do it for the dumb. Nice. All right. So uh, is that is that Kwame's child or is that Boom's child in the background? Or is it Scrap's child from the future? Whoa! Mm. Shit. We'll get into we'll get into the future uh, <laughs> later on this episode. A future path. <laughs> Scrap. Yes. Last podcast, you said that you wanted to delve into Kanye West 
as a person, as a public figure, as yes. a head case? Yes, more so the latter. So what you what you got on that? Um, could you remind me exactly what I said? I thought that there was like a specific thing that I was griping about. Do you listen to your own part. podcast? No, I did not listen to the podcast. Perfect. Why would I listen to my own podcast? Perfect. I, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, oh, I remember. So we were talking about uh, Kanye's album and going off of the grouping chat, we were talking about, you know, listening to old Kanye albums over again. And we got into the discussion how nobody really wants to listen to Yeezus anymore. Or, you know, the replay. it basically has no replay value. But um, I did listen to uh, the new joint, and I liked it. Um, I think it has some, I think I would say it has more replay value than Yeezus. It's got some nice joints on there. But um, the problem is Kanye is a jerk, and I don't like supporting jerks. And... When he gets into his, it, I, I think I believe I don't remember who made the, who made this quote, but the quote was something along like, you know, someone who can't effectively communicate, um, you know, when they have all of this talent, you know, it kind of it kind of just goes into wait goes to waste. I mean, you know, when he's, I don't he's just he's just a head case, you know. I can't I can't I can't really support him like because it's it's so distracting from the actual art and from the greatness. Um, I, I think that's, you know, I know I was going on a tear on the last podcast, but, you know, I've kind of calmed down, so I don't need to go into it too much. So does it come down to separating the talent from the person? You can't separate the two? Um, maybe. I, I don't know. I think I, I just think he has a maybe some type of disorder, <laughs> um, some type of mental illness that, or that is, you know, from all we know, undiagnosed, could be diagnosed. But um, I don't know. It's very, it's very distracting, and it, it puts them in a bad light. And people like me, I don't know about y'all, but I just don't like. Uh, I prefer the old Kanye, the more level-headed Kanye. I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals. You know, it's just it's just distracting. The the interviews that he does when he makes that face when he talks about I am a god and all this other stuff. It's just like, come on, bro. Like, like, nah. Just just you need to chill out and uh, keep making awesome great music but we don't need all that extra stuff you know when you get on stage and talking about i'm running for president in 2020 like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense bro like what are you talking about so, all right i got two you know. things for you two things okay one is what if he actually is a genius is that possible and the second thing is you got two other people who have kind of gone through this weird thing of not uh, for me personally not being able to separate the talent from the person and that is mm. one, I was listening to Charles Hamilton the other day, and mm. <laughs> two is Lupe Fiasco, noted asshole. Shout out to Sonic. <laughs> two is Lupe Fiasco, noted asshole, and forgetter of Tribe Called Quest lyrics. I mean, I don't, I don't fault him for for forgetting Tribe Called Quest. Well, yes, I can because you're on stage. You know what you're supposed to be. Your he got hired to do that. So why 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 is Lupe considered an asshole? Before I you know answer your questions. He's what? the guy who said that he never votes and that, you know, the president is wrong and then he starts repping the president. And then this is also the guy who said um, he came out with the song where he was talking about, you know, respect women, don't call them bitches. Yeah. I say, bitch bad, woman good, lady better. Hey, hey, 
Hey. And then some other things happened on Twitter, which is where a lot of stars get in trouble. On Twitter, he went on one of his rants that he goes on, I think, every three months. And <laughs> said, y'all should be thanking me. I made a song for you women to not be called bitches. And this is how y'all thank me. And then there's, there's, a whole bunch, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other things that he's done similar to that vein. It's really hard to separate. And Charles, oh, Hamil- yeah. and Charles Hamilton just went batshit crazy. Apparently, well, he's, he's he's wait wait what he was saying. Charles Hamilton like Sonic saying. Was he sane? You saying he was sane? Like, I don't yeah, know. that's a good point. I don't no, know. No, he, he, he was he, he was definitely. I think he had like a bipolar, manic breakdown, something like that. Mm. Um, but he he was out the game for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I was listening to uh, I was listening to Taffy Two, I think it's called, and. The other joints, like his 2009 was a big year for him. He ran 2009, mm-hmm. and then he got punched in the mm-hmm. face by that chick, and then he said yeah, that... Because he called... Yeah. He, he put her on blast, though. He did. He did put her on blast. <laughs> and then he also said that the executive producer of my album is Jay Dilla, without clearing it with Dilla's mom um, or anybody in, in Detroit. It, it, that was pretty much it for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bring those two up as two people for me that I can't separate the. It's hard to separate the talent from the person because food and liquor to me is a classic. Classic. I, we're, I think we're gonna get into. Yeah, that we'll get into too. that. But going back to Kanye, can Kanye actually be a genius? Is he actually a genius? I mean, a creative genius, sure. I, you know, I guess that's the colloquialism we can use, but. I mean, he's still an asshole is an asshole, regardless of whether you're a creative genius or not. So, I mean, it to me, he just he 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 just looks like he has public manic episodes. That's very distracting from the message. Um, and you know, we've talked. I've talked about this with Lawrence. Like when he was on Sway, he was making good points, but the way that he makes it, he can't effectively communicate it, and it's distracting, and it makes him look dumb. Well. So. Can I, I'd like to make, can I make a comment? Because I had this joint with two, and I was saying, like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I agree with, you know what I'm saying, Scraps, you know what I'm saying, analysis, and I'm not a Kanye dude uh, much anymore. But to the fact that, you know, of his genius, I, I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying, I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Because two was like, you know, he, he, he uh, chopped up these soul beats and sped them up. And I was like, that's what RZA did, you know what I'm saying? Two was our boy from and Chicago. Just to interject. Yeah, and he was like, well, then he had like this uh, glow in the dark tour. Like nothing ever seen like that before. And I was like, that was like P-Funk in New Jersey shit back in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I, I mean, I don't know that a lot of the stuff that, you know, he's getting credit for. Like, you know, like like he said, he, I was the first dude wearing retro Jordans. Like, come on, cuz. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the joint like, that, he, that he's claiming. It's like the first he's dude in DC he, with dreads. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> But uh, uh, it's like the shit that he's claiming is, is is not you know real. He does it and he does it well. I'm not gonna fake on it. You know what I'm saying? He brings it together a package. You know what I'm saying? But like he said, like uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy was like you know top three hip hop album of all time. I'm like, come on, bro. He also called. Wait, come he, on. wait, he, wait. Carl said that or no? That's what Kanye said. Oh, Kanye said. That. Kanye also said the Life of Pablo was going to be the greatest album of all time too. So also, Kid Cudi said that about his last album. So. Uh... <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, the life of Pablo. It's like, it's it's straight, but I mean, I, I I put you know the twisted fantasy above that joint. You know, it's like 
Kanye, I don't, I wouldn't call him a genius. You know what I'm saying? I think he's creatively talented. I think he's, you know, a, a pretty dope producer. I think he's so, so with raps, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. lyrically. Um, and but this, this also brings up an interesting point because I, uh, I tend to agree, you know, that's why I say colloquialism, because I think that word kind of gets tossed out a little bit too much, too freely. Just, so, just anyway, like the word classic. Just mm. like the word classic. I like that. Mm. Great job, Kwame. That's what I do. Professional mouse. That's what I do. I actually bought a Segway the other day. <laughs> so well. Mm. 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 We were talking about with our collective group of friends. You know, we're going to have to do like a, um, like an episode zero where we backfill our stories. Um, oh, can I, can I like retcon my, my beginning? Cause you yeah. Know, I, I've yeah, been working on to, this. We're going to have to tell our origin stories. Okay. Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> We were having a group discussion on what exactly constitutes a hip-hop classic. Because these days, the word classic is thrown around way too easily, way too frequently. You know, in this era of Twitter and Facebook and instant gratification, it's either trash Mm. or it's classic. And Mm. immediately, you listen to Kanye's album and... Five minutes after it's over, you're calling it trash or a classic. So mm. we've all had this discussion a lot in our past, going back to Howard. And my old standards, I have to I have to update them, but my old standards were it had to be at least 10 years old and it had to have infinite replayability. I've updated mm. that to at least five years old. And what Kwame was saying was, I think it was a one to three ratio, one whack track to three good tracks. The numbers were, were getting tossed around a bit. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, you know, what you have to understand is that there has to be a minimum amount of skipping. Like you shouldn't, yes. have, you know, if it's, it's one thing, if you've got, you know, several, uh, you know, interludes in that joint that you don't necessarily care for, you know, whatever, that doesn't count. But like, if you've got, you know what I'm saying? Four or five or six just tracks that you're just like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and skip past that. I don't care if the other six tracks, you know what I'm saying, were scriptures pulled out of, you know what I'm saying, the Old Testament. That doesn't uh, classify it as a classic, you know what I mean? Like, a, a classic mm-hmm. to me is something where you put that joint in, and then 70 to, to 90 minutes later, the CD ends, and you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to start that joint over, you know what I mean? Like, its worst track is something that you could put on Kanye's album and make it a single. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what a classic is to me. Mm. <laughs> the joint, the joint. We, I had a discussion with Dig, and I think that uh, I, I agree with y'all. I don't agree with Ken in the fact that you know the age joint. I just felt like there needed to be you know a ratio between classical joints on this on, on an album to regular songs, and I think that. When I was when I threw out the golden ratio, it wasn't meaning to to, to, to be towards skippage or to be songs that you can't listen to. It was just like you know this joint is hot, this joint is hot, this joint is hot. Right, this joint is hot. This joint is hot. This joint is hot. When listen to albums, you wouldn't necessarily have to skip through. You can still listen to it all the way through, but you know I mean you realize that these there are six songs on this album that are gonna uh, stand the test of time. You know what I mean like that that can always be listened to forever. You know what I'm saying like forever. Like Will Smith's Summertime? Indeed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like T-R-R-Y, you know what I'm saying? Like, forever. Mm. But there needs to be a, a joint. I feel like, you know what I mean? Every, many, many albums have one or two songs. 
but how many albums have you know a number of these records you know equally distributed throughout the album such that it constitute this whole album is a classic you know what i'm saying that's what i meant right. when i brought forth like the golden ratio jump. so what is your, what is your ratio boom so i mean it's in that one to two to one to one to three region you know what i'm saying like you know what i mean like <laughs> like that's 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 a that's hot song in total you know what i'm saying like one out of every two songs is fire one every three songs is fire i'm thinking of you know uh classical joints like uh it was written Smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. Imagine going to court. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's <clears throat> supremely, like, you know what I mean? Like, that has forever gone in my joint forever since the CD man, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think it has to have that one to two, one to three ratio. What about you, Scrap? Man, I, I, I don't really have a... <sighs> I don't know. I don't have I don't have a ratio in mind. You know, it's just like there are certain albums that I will always go back to. It's not. I don't know if it's because of a certain ratio or if it's more like contextual. What I was, you know, how I felt at a certain given time in my life when a certain album came out. So for me, it's more personal rather than like for me, like Aquemini is always going to be that album, like to me. And that's always going to be my fallback. Um, and I can listen to that joint all the way through. And I mean, it has like one or two joints on there or like, well, you know, this is still good, but it's not it's not this joint or it's not this joint on here. So I don't know if I really uh, ascribe to the to the ratio thing. It's more it's more about context to me and how I'm feeling at a certain time. What was the first album that you felt was classic? Can you remember? Mm. AT Aliens. Yeah, why is that? Uh, dog, I put that album on, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you were transported, you know what I mean? Like, the minute yeah. that, that little uh, alien, you know what I'm saying, um, portal, door opening, you know, sound effect, you know what I'm saying, hit the hit on the track number one, all the way to the, to the ending, you know what I'm saying, closing right. track, you were just like, Duh, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's you. You knew, you know, when you put that album on that you were in for an adventure. You know what I'm saying? Right. Lyrically right. and right. with musicality. You know what I'm saying? When it, when it takes you to someplace else that you've never been before, you know, and it's something that you can appreciate, and you're just like, wow, like this was an experience. Maybe not the ratio. It might not be about the ratio. Like this was an experience. Mm-hmm. Is is what is is how I define what a classic is. And like you'd be you'd be surprised at some of the albums that I would say would be classified as a classic. You know what I mean? Like because I coming from Milwaukee, you know what I mean? Like I I was exposed to some of the East Coast. I was exposed to our, the little bit we had in the Midwest. I was exposed to the West Coast and the you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the South. You know what I mean? So like I range from like I said, Outkast, ATL and Aliens to uh, 
to juveniles, you know what I'm saying, 400 degrees, mm-hmm. to to Nas's, you know what I mean, Illmatic, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's not necessarily what coast or what style or what genre of music, you know what I'm saying, or hip-hop that you were presenting, but the fact that you understood that from beginning to end you were telling the story to your listeners and not just trying to throw, you know, a track after track of, of just something to fill up an album to put it out there to the masses, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh I think it was you, Kwame, who were saying that the Dipset album, Diplomatic Immunity, is not a classic in your eyes. Oh, st- whoa, st- whoa. I stand whoa. by that, homie. <laughs> whoa, I stand by that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold I stand up, by up. that, homie. Can hold we tell up. you why you're hold wrong? Up. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Is that the one? Is that the joint that was a double album? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. I stand by that. Keep going. Have Can we tell it. you why you're wrong? Classical. Please, please. Classical. Please. Because piggybacking off of what Scrap said, the experience. When, when I really mean it came out. Young girl, just blaze, killer, diplomats, huh? And that that drop hit, that's that that sample hit. Y'all niggas dreamed it. I've seen it. Body warm, heart and emit. He makes you didn't feel that? Oh, this I love all, that song. This is also our freshman year at Howard. You did you telling me that. <laughs> oh my god are you crazy I love that, song. that song is dope that was that, yeah yeah that was my favorite songs of that year you know the dipset album the dipset anthem you didn't feel that yeah yeah absolutely the, oh, the yeah, un- yeah I mean, even the uncasted intro to. man yeah, yeah you didn't feel that come on that's come like on. that's like three he, hot tracks you just dropped right there he, i can keep going <laughs> let, me, let me let me say this joint let me say this joint back into my, the my rebuttal against my my yeah, back back to the joint. My 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 rebuttal to scrap and to uh you know Kwame is the joint that by your own you know admission that makes the whole classical album you know what I'm saying subjective such that there could be never be a consensus you know what I'm saying That's joint. The, wait wait wait. So I agree. That's the whole there, point though. There has to be That's the whole point. I mean no, but when you look at when you look at any other arena, look at sports. You know what I'm saying. You look at the greatest champion of all time. Look at number of championships. Look at points scored. You have to look at statistical. You know what I'm saying. Value. There has to be numbers. It has to be quantifiable. You know what I'm saying. So I'm. I'm not saying, you know, for Joe Schmo MC to go in the lab and say, okay, you know, what I mean, let me do two, two, one. You know, what I mean, let me do with one five. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, what I mean, to, to to better analyze these albums and to better, you know, what I'm saying, and not to say that if it doesn't fit this, you know, what I mean. This this specific you know mold or algorithm that's not gonna be classical, but to say that you know many albums that you're naming have these ratios already, like you know what I'm saying. But it's just lay out the tracks and count them. You know what I mean? I feel like there just has to be numbers behind. It, it has to be some quantifiable. It can't be subjective. I agree. Uh, yeah, but you're never you're never gonna get you're never gonna get a consensus even with the numbers though. But are across you? across the whole, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I, because if no. somebody comes up to you and says Illmatic is not a classic, you're going to look at him like he has five heads and three titties. Right. I mean, go on. Yes, go on. And but but it's also like if I grew up on the West Coast in the early 90s, mid 90s, who is Nas to me? You know, maybe maybe that doesn't, you know, maybe maybe, you know, the first Nas drink what it, it, it was just over my head. Sorry, I don't. I, I didn't get it. So, you know, that's why. That's why I feel like I'm not saying that the ratio uh, approach is wrong. I'm just saying for me, it it just doesn't. It doesn't fit. You know how I define what a classic might be. And 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 I would say I would say to continue along that line of thought that, you know, what I'm saying like more specifically with the Dipset album, 
know what I'm saying, diplomatic immunity, if they would have, like, the double album, too much. Too much. It, there wasn't enough to, to, to make it worthy of being a double album. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they, mm-hmm. if they, if they had, you know, what I'm saying compress that joint with some of the hits from disc one and disc two together to make one full album. Exactly. Maybe, maybe we can then talk about it being a classic. But as it stands right there, I can't sit here and say, "Oh yeah, that disc one of Diplomatic Immunity was a classic." <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna say that. Diplomatic Immunity was not a classic because it had disc one and disc two and too many tracks on there that weren't up to the standard of the heat. That was on that track. Like I like I said, it had some absolute heat on that joint. I love you know what I'm saying, some of the songs. That's my that point joint. though. That's my point. Your point That's my point. Your point is blunt, Nick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And you know that. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, I'm after CNN this thing and say we'll agree to disagree. Agreed. Coming up next, Bernie Sanders. I also wanted to throw this concept out to you guys. Because I thought about it. There's an X-Men movie coming out, Apocalypse. Boo. It looks terrible to me. The previous one was Days of Future Past in which Wolverine is sent back in time to correct uh, an event that went wrong. And I thought about applying that to hip-hop because I was thinking my event that I thought kind of changed the whole thing is actually not Biggie dying. But it was actually, well, I guess it is Biggie dying because the ascension of Jay-Z really changed the course of hip-hop forever. So I was Mm. thinking, what if somebody was sent back in time and, I don't know, kept Biggie alive and Jay-Z wouldn't ascend? (laughs) Or maybe Big L actually stays alive and signs to Rockefeller and changes the way that Jay-Z raps. I don't know. But what would be, if you could... If you could go back and change hip hop history to change the course of hip hop, would you? And if you would, what event would you go back to? Oh, absolutely. Um, so my event, I don't know. This is this is just kind of like a a funny thing to me. Like I would go back and I would murder Jermaine Jermaine Dupree. Um, <laughs> You're wilding. You're wilding. Um, from every you know from the the just his choice of artists and you know his grooming of, of the youngins and um, what? hear me out nick hear me out nick <laughs> i think i think it really uh to me at least when when everything when the wheels fell off is when uh the white tea boys came out and jermaine dupree that kind of just changed the trajectory of uh of the hip-hop music and culture and um rhyming really you know you could it's when you start to rhyme about nothing so uh that that to me that was it yeah Kwame what you got nah I was just gonna say that I would go back in time you know what I mean to this to early spring like one of the very first days of spring you know over 10 years ago March 24th 2003 a day before the album dropped and I would tell these awesome creators of hip-hop music Yo, don't drop a double album. Make mm. Diplomatic Immunity one album because it's not a classic. <laughs> That's my point, dog. That's my point. That's my point, dog. That's my point, dog. How would that change hip hop history, Kwame? Man, that that if we include all of hip hop, you know what I'm saying, not just the musicality of it, but 
You know what I mean? Like the culture of it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I will say that diplomatic immunity, as one of our friends, uh, the flyest Chris, was was illustrating, that did put a major a major spike, a major turning point in, you know, hip hop culture, like whether it was what you were wearing, you know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden everybody had the long white tees, you know what I'm saying? Crispy, I've been had the long crispy white, white, you know what I'm saying? You, maybe you did, you know what I'm saying? But, maybe but, all but, of, but, all of Jersey did yeah, as their standard. Yeah, you uniform. also had the, uh, the long, uh, pink polo. Jersey. Exactly. I remember that. But the dunks, you know what I'm saying? Pink and green skiwi <laughs> on them hoes. But the rest of America, <laughs> the, the rest of America wasn't on that though, you know? And that's what, you know what I'm saying? When Cam and Jewels and Jim, you know what I'm saying? And and, and and Jim, you know what I'm saying, dropped like that. Uh, Freaky. That, it pushed, exactly, pushed that to the forefront of our minds, you know what I'm saying? And so I will say that it made a lot of that visible. Um, and without without Dipset, diplomatic immunity, you know what I'm saying, maybe we, we, you know, we'd be a lot more tailored, you know what I mean? Like with belts and cufflinks and stuff. I don't know. To, to, I'd like to envision that. To your that. point, Kwame, to, to your point, Kwame, if I can go back in time, I would probably enter uh, um, a Malaysian sweatshop and uh, spray on about 45 children that are making hammer pants such that, you know what I mean, the man could never see how profitable and how exploited they could be of a, you know what I'm saying, great art form. And they would never sink their fangs in, you know what I'm saying, our rape art shit, a la MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. You would prevent so, MC did, did, Hammer. Did you just... Did you just say that you would go and shoot up the sweatshop? I mean, somebody got to die. <laughs> so you murdered the innocent ones? I don't think Look, that's what I'm you saving, meant, but it I'm came out pretty hip-hop. horrible, though. I'm saving hip hop. I'm saving hip hop. So you're saying you would All go right. back in time to prevent like the commercialization of hip hop? To kill the kids in the sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's so what I'm saying is, all right, all right, it came out wrong. <laughs> I would just, I would just, it's like, it would just be killing children. So I want to be like full adults. And they would not be able to make the hammer pants that would be able to spur hammer to commercial fame such that, you know what I'm saying, the the machine could see how profitable our art form was and rape and pillage. I'm saving. So what you're saying is you would go pillage. back in time and break all of their fingers so they can't sew the hammer pants together. Definitely not go With, back in time and shoot kids. That's not what you're saying at all. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I was teacher of the year. Um, I'm, <laughs> in what penitentiary? <laughs> I was teacher of the year. Believe me. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. That was awful. Okay. Not, I, yeah, I understand the point that you're making. Barely, um, I get it, but it came out in the. But worst do you way do you want do, after after the after the podcast is over? Do you want to try to do a drop and record over what you said, and then resend it to Canon like you tried to do the first time? <laughs> no ad libs, dog. <laughs> it's gonna come out. No ad. It's gonna come out mad stilted like an apology. What what I meant to say was I wanted to read to the kids in Malaysia. <laughs> Yep. Uh, speaking All of right. kids, speaking of kids, our boy Scrap is going to be a father soon. Kwame yes. and Boom, you two are already fathers. I I was wondering if you would bless us with what is on your DVR for your children, so that Scrap can see what he has to look forward to. Well, 
Boom, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll start off uh, just by saying this, that you got to understand that there's a stratification here of, you know what I'm saying, the content that's on your DVR, you know, and depending on how prepared you are, you know, it will range from newborn up to about, you know, five, six years old when you can send them off to watch something on TV, you know, somewhere else so that you can mm-hmm. finally turn on Sports Center at night, right? But uh, what you're going to start off with is you're going to start off with, with just gibberish, you know what I'm saying? Colors and sounds, you know, mindless mother goose tales and stuff from the ages of zero to one. You know what I mean? At the one year old, that's when they start recognizing some of the main characters. Right. So I don't just have Sesame Street. Right. Sesame Street has way too many characters on there for them to 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 latch on to. You know what you want to do is you want to create an imprint in their minds that acts as a pseudo parent. Right. So that you could put them on and they will study them, right? While you're off actually preparing the nourishment to feed them physically, okay? I'm talking about cooking dinner and lunch, right? So, Church. you know what I mean? So, like, I don't put on Sesame Street, you know what I mean? I don't put on the Fresh Beat Band that has way too many characters for them to be distracted by. And now they're like, oh, 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 who do I make my role model? No, 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 no. Get some turned up. Get some turned you know up. Get some turned you up. need one steady character. You all know who I'm talking about. There's two. There's two people here. Elmo. And Dora. Everybody recognizes Elmo. He's the fuzzy, lovable red monster who speaks in a high-pitched voice that kids can relate to. Right. Who doesn't understand personal pronoun usage yet, so he just still refers to himself <laughs> as Elmo, just like kids do, right? And then Dora, right. you know what I'm saying? You get exposed to all sorts of multi, you know what I'm saying, eth- ethnicity uh, programming that you get to claim to people, you know what I'm saying, when they investigate why their your kids are in front of the TV so much. Like, hey, I was just trying to provide a multinational approach to her upbringing, right? Kulos Gigantes. Exactly, homie. So all I got to say is Elmo, Dora, you can't go wrong. And I'm pretty sure they take up about 75% of my DVR between musical specials, actual episodes, and full-length movies. That was, uh, that was mighty eloquent, Kwame. Look, I appreciate that. I take this seriously, man. That's how I raise it. On my, joint, on my joint right now, I have every episode of The Lion Guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have the Lion King movie. I have, you know, Lions in the Wild, Discovery Channel joint. Um, I have a bootleg joint. It's like a, a UK joint called Leo the Lion. Um, I got about two seasons of Blaze and the Monster Machines. So basically, it's the exact opposite of everything that Kwame just said. It definitely wait, 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 wait. Here's the thing, though. I got girls, nothing but girls. That's true. There's a difference. It's true. There's a difference. Yeah, but the, but the but the point is, all of the joints that you know, what I'm saying my son watches, it's like they're all turn up joints. It's always like you know, what I'm saying it's never like you know, I'm gonna sit down and watch this entertainment joint. It's like I got this monster truck and it's about to jump off these joints. So why don't you run and jump off the couch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like <laughs> every and it's like every joint is hella lights and hella guitar riffs dog it's like it's like a show 
Seriously though. So it would be, it would be it would also be good to have uh, Remy on the show uh, maybe next time so he can give us his perspective because yeah. uh, our our boy Remy has has two uh, two young men uh, that he's raising so you know it would be good to get his perspective. I brought it up because Kwame has dropped in our our close knit group chat that he couldn't DVR something I forgot what it was but there was something that he couldn't DVR because it was ninety Game of Thrones Game of Thrones thank you Nick. Because it was ninety eight percent for kids, mm. Mm. and well, uh, I was just really interested in what was taking up all that space on there. Well, listen mm-hmm. here, I don't, I don't have the uh, what is it, the Direct TV or Genie, you know what I'm saying, where you can record up to mm. five shows at once. The hopper. I'm a, I'm a humble man. I can only <laughs> record two shows at a time, and if you try and record two shows and watch a different channel, you know what I'm saying, it makes you choose, you know. Um, it's just a lifestyle that I currently live based off of my current finances. Um, and so I got I got choices to make, right? And so I find that if I want to watch any of my adult-rated content, I have to do it on my phone or on my laptop. Um, oftentimes in the bathroom that's well insulated uh, so that the, the, the sounds of mutilated bodies hitting the floor and carcasses being deformed um, doesn't penetrate the walls and gives my kids nightmares because because my kids will get nightmares by the most ridiculous of things. Shout out to the movie Zootopia for keeping my daughter up for two days straight. <laughs> it was real in the field, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, but uh, next pod, next podcast we got to talk about this fool not watching Thrones, though. That has to be a topic. That does have to be a topic. We, had, we have to, to get thoroughly discussed. definitely have to get Kwame on Game of Thrones. I mean, you could try. You know what I'm saying? But I can tell you, I can tell you right now, it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you right now, man. I, I dog, I have an addictive personality. Let me tell you all the shows real quick. You know what I'm saying? Before we get sidetracked, I know we're gonna move on to the next topic. But before I, let me tell you the shows that I have not watched. Right? I have not watched Breaking Bad. I have not watched The Walking Dead. I have not watched Game of Thrones. Uh, I just started watching The Wire, and it's been like what ten years. You know what I'm saying? I have than that. I have not watched Oz. Uh, mm. Like I don't I don't watch. I have an addictive personality. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm surprised that I haven't. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Streaming House of Cards right now because that's the one thing that I have started watching. Mm. I can't do it, man. I got problems. Shout out to Earl Manigault. You know Earl the goat. <laughs> what about that Daredevil? Did you get on that Daredevil? Just came I am out on, on Friday. I am. I am on that Daredevil. I'm on that Daredevil heavy, and I think it's one of the dopest shows uh, uh, created. You know what I'm saying? Netflix is definitely on its. It's on its game right now. Mm-hmm. Netflix is on its game. I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't peeped it yet. I got it queued up, but I haven't uh, started it yet. So next next time, next podcast, we can uh, discuss more uh, thoroughly. Yeah, we'll dive into that. Nick, are you going to be on that Daredevil? You already know. You All know right. what I'm saying? Got the jump. All right. I mean, you guys have full ass DVR, so I don't know what y'all can break away and watch 98 percent. 98 percent. oh i don't watch anything on my dvr my dvr is not for me <laughs> it's, it's for my children makes sense you gotta watch off the xbox exactly yeah. <laughs> i have to watch live tv or go into my office and huddle up underneath a blanket to you know what i'm saying so that they can't see the mutilation leave me alone sad thing is my office my, my office doesn't have a door you know what i'm saying so that's why i gotta that's why i gotta have a blanket <laughs> Wait, are you telling us that you're watching your TV in a pillow fort? No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? I can't afford the pillows for a pillow fort. 
It's more of like <laughs> it's more of like a fitted sheet for it. You know what I'm saying? It's more like fitted a sheet for it. Uh, a snuggle for it. You know what I mean? Like you toss a blanket over the TV and you just hope and pray it doesn't overheat while you're watching it because you're like six inches from the screen. Because <laughs> Lord knows that if you're you know what I'm saying five year old daughter walks around and sees you know a blade protruding from a man's chest, she's gonna run and tell on you. And, and nobody wants that. You got that hanging beads door, though? No, I don't even have that, man. It's uh, my entranceway is so awkward that I couldn't even hang hanging beads, man. It's it's actually pretty disappointing. Like I don't have a dog going at it in the middle of my room, but uh, <laughs> it's almost as bad. That's good material, though. It was. It made the podcast authentic. So one of the things that we want to accomplish on this podcast, and I know it's near and dear to Kwame's heart, is uplifting black businesses, you know, giving them a spotlight. Maybe we might charge after like 100 shows. Who knows? Advertising. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to shout out one that's uh, really close to me here in Philly. It's called Amalgam Comics and Coffee Shop. Um, mm. It's up in Northeast Philly, 2578 Frankfurt Ave. Uh, it's owned by this lovely black woman, Ariel, and mm. she opened it with a few partners. And I went there yesterday. I met a whole bunch of black podcasters. I met two brothers from HU, actually. Awesome. Mm. And uh, Comicidal T-Hawks is their podcast where they they deep dive into nerd stuff like uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Batman. And oh, Superman and son, we stuff. so need to do the crossover yeah, podcast. Yeah. Dog. I was talking with them. Uh, I was talking with them. We, we, we working on something. We talking. Right, but I sure. uh, definitely wanted to shout them out because it was an awesome. It's an awesome place. It's all stone and wood and the coffee's good. So I wanted to shout them out. If you're in Philly, rolling through Philly, stop at Amalgam Comics and Coffee Shop. I'm sorry, Coffee House, up in uh, mm. up on Frankfurt Avenue. So that's my that's that my that's my little plug. It's my little that dope. black plug, you know. For sure, for sure. So uh, let's move off of that and into what are you listening to? I'll set it off, man. I'm not really listening to anything right now. Thanks, Scrap. Cast queued up. Thanks, Scrap. Appreciate it. Way to get it started. Thanks for being prepared. Thank you. Just because I, I I just don't got the time, man. I, there's nothing new that I want to listen to, so uh, I, I'm just on the podcast right now. What podcast? What <laughs> podcast? Uh, like foreign policy. Uh, I listen to um, NPR joints, but but not Defcon um, Jive is what you're saying. Yeah, not ours. Why do I need, Why do I need to listen to to what I already said? I do. You know? I find it hilarious. So you know the topics, nigga. <laughs> it's also I got the topics queued up right here. It's on it's on the group me joint. Whatever. But it's also a funny podcast that you should listen to. Right, I miss. I find I miss things. You know what I'm saying? When I'm actually trying to talk coherently, and then I listen after the fact. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I hear kids. You know what I'm saying in the background. You know what I'm saying? Dogs going at it. I think it's hilarious. You know? Maybe I have a change right, of heart yes. about future of French Montana. You never know. Yeah. It might. It's not gonna happen. But you never know. I live in the present, at the past. But um, I will say right now I'm checking out. You know what I'm saying? Since there's nothing new that I was checking for, I actually had a fallback option to be prepared for today. And uh, I've been going back to this um, this best of Luther Vandross. Mm. Um, because you want to have more kids. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> trust me. I actually, right. and I fervently do not. Um, <laughs> my bank account, <laughs> my my bank account might uh might turn me in. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I ever did that. Because you want to dance with your exactly, father? Exactly. <laughs> I do. But uh, nah. Uh, what's the joint called that I was just listening to? It's it's just the on Spotify best of Luther. Best of Luther Vandross, you know what I'm saying? Um, alternating between that and uh, the uh, Alabama Shanks, you know what I'm saying? Sound and color from last year as well. You know what I mean? I've been on that slow groove type of uh, type of mindset since I haven't really checked anything, you know what I'm saying, most recently. Per our conversation about the classical joint, I've been listening to that Iron Man. trying to determine, you know what I'm saying? It has a limited number of tracks, and I think that's, you know what I'm saying, what most people say will, you know, limit it from being a classic. But to Kwame's point about, you know what I'm saying, that Dipset joint, had it been more tracks, it might not have been a joint. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Iron Man. I think it's classical. That's my vote after a week banging that shit strong. <laughs> well, for me... I recently, well, a couple months ago, I bought a turntable, old school turntable, 78 Garrard. So I've mm. been collecting vinyl like left and right. Like I, I need, like I need a, a shelf or something to put all these joints on. But I recently got that Thundercat. Giants Rome and it's an EP. It only has six tracks on it, but man, it is good. What's that called? Thundercat, something, something Giants. Thundercat, what? the Beyond where the Giants Rome, and uh, that joint is is dope. It's really smooth. They're playing, they're playing all the instruments on there. There's hardly mm. any craziness on there. Thundercat. I don't know who does the. I'm gonna to have to look up to see who does the the lead vocals on there. I don't know if it's Thundercat doing it, but Flying Lotus is also uh, a co-conspirator on there. He helped out with the production, and you would know these two guys from putting together the Kendrick joint. They had a heavy hand in the Kendrick album, so that's what I've been listening mm-hmm. to. And also, I saw Elza Friday night here in Philly. You did. You did. How was that? It was it was spectacular. Uh, we're going to have to have a top ten, a personal top ten or top five rapper conversation. Can we not do top ten? Let's do let's do top five. All right, five. we'll do top five. Maybe even to, maybe uh, even top three because mm. uh, I, I don't mm. know. It's we're going to have to do it's that tough. because Elzad's in my top three personally. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. I can tell you that <laughs> I can tell you the Cameron yeah. and French Montana are in mind. But he tore it down, man. He tore it down. He did a lot of uh, old stuff. I'm surprised at some of the old stuff he did. He did like Motown 25. He did uh, mm-hmm. Come and Get It from the Dilla album, Welcome to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then he also mm-hmm. did a couple joints from the new one that's coming out this Friday. That's called um, Lead Poison. Did he um, Did he address the lawsuit that he was going through while he was on stage, Kenny? No, he did not. And that is actually okay. one of the dumbest lawsuits that I've ever heard of. <laughs> Listen, listen, hold up. All right. Yo. If you back a Kickstarter 
you cannot sue the person who runs the Kickstarter for your money back. It is unless it was like an embezzlement scheme. Like I'm broke, I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put out this album, maybe never. I mean, if it's criminal charges for embezzlement, then maybe. But you can't. It's in the terms and conditions of Kickstarter that you are giving your money away willingly. You cannot sue somebody if they do not put out whatever product they're trying to kickstart. It's it's mm-hmm. one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard of. I agree. I just thought it was interesting. So, yeah, but no, he did not address that. He just rapped the whole time, which was <laughs> the whole time, which was really entertaining. No breaks. No breaks. No breaks. <laughs> but it was dope, man. It was dope. So if Elzaz in your city, go check him out. I'm going to see uh, Pusha on Wednesday down at night. Yeah. Oh. So looking forward Ooh. to that. You want yeah. to tell us about that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's mm-hmm. a good show. I mean, I remember when the clips came around. And uh, I saw I saw the clips at nine thirty. That was right after the joint with keys open doors on it. Um, Hell hath no fury. Hell hath no fury. I saw them at the nine thirty club right after Hell hath no fury came out, and nobody was in there. It was like it took too long to release the album. <laughs> it was like twenty five people in all of the nine thirty club, but they gave a super high power, high octane performance, and it was super. You know, you know, Nick Nick doesn't like that. Boom, you don't like that album, right? I don't, dog. <laughs> I, I don't. And I'm a huge Pusher fan, you know what I'm saying? That's my dude, but that's not my junk, dog. All right. I got to hit him with the random scooter quote of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yes, please. I got a big dick. My sperm is like tadpoles. Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that one, too. When we do when we when we do our origins episode, we're gonna to have to tell everybody where Scooter came from. Straight out of yeah. straight out of the the water pipes of Flint. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of the ooze, nigga. That's where Iron Bang came from. Flint town kids, bad to the bone. We here. That's horrible. I'll send another case of Dasani. Jesus Christ. Signing off for Defcon Jive. It's your boy Cannon. It's your boy Quams, aka Black Jesus, spelled phonetically. It's your boy Scrap. <laughs> Why are you so disappointed in humanity right now? <laughs> it's your man Panko. Yeah. Dunsy. <laughs>